Welcome to the Mira Wine Podcast, Vin Compétant, with Josh, Bryce, and Leah. What? The podcast where we drink, talk, and discuss natural wine. And whatever else comes to mind. Hope you're ready for this, because I know we weren't. Gonna sell you the whole seat, but you're only gonna need the edge. And in three, two, one, we're live. We're alive. Bonsoir. We're alive. I'm alive today. I wasn't yesterday. Leah's alive. Bonsoir. <laughs> she made you it. You did a pretty good job yesterday being alive. I did not. As soon as you got some booze into you, you were fine. No, you should have seen me the rest of the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you kind of left abruptly. Bad news bears. Bon mm-hmm. Welcome to Vin Compétant. Mira Wine presents Vin Compétant with Josh, Bryce, and Leah. Special guest, nobody. Not today. Nobody today. I nope. think I think Greg Real is stopping by to drop off the table. So, so he's oh. going to jump in? We can get them jumping. I don't have another microphone today. We're, we, have compact. To, we have to talk about who, who are some of our upcoming guests are going to be. I don't mean right now. Like mm. the, the Oh, three you're saying we two. should discuss like, it. Yeah. Who are they going to yeah. be? Yeah, who are know. they going to be? I don't know. You tell us. Oh, we're going we're gonna to do a virtual <coughs> with, with Louis Antoine Lewitt. Yes. I'm super down. We're going to organize that. But we're going to organize a, like a virtual tasting as well. So we got to be up at like three in the morning. Well, yeah, because the, the wine took so it. fucking long to get here that he was able to go to Chile. And come back. Quarantine. Make a bunch of wine and then fly back to Europe before the wine arrived here. That's how long it took. So to get here. he's back in Europe. He's back. Yes, in he France. has been yeah. for months. Yes. Wow. That's how long I love the wine. Because it was supposed I mean, to be on, here this spring. On the bright side, um, the wines now that they're finally here oh, are so really fucking delicious. They're so good. Too bad nobody can get any because we're sold out. <laughs> <laughs> pre-sale. I had to reserve There's none available. Oh my goodness. It's all gone. Thank you to our sponsors. Water construction and fun time heat sauce? Yeah, let, yeah. We're let, gonna give them a free one. We're gonna give them one free one. We'll okay. see how Kenny, it goes. Kenny shirt being on yeah. The podcast. yeah, what's that? Kenny's shirt ship today. Did it? Yeah, we the North, but it's O U I. That's amazing. Oh, you French fuckers. I know, that is like probably, there's nothing you could wear more to piss off a Leafs fan than that. Because you're like, you're, 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 you're stealing the Toronto Raptors symbol. Like their slogan. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you're making it French. And you and put a French. Crab logo on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like the biggest fuck you you can do. Wow. Um, so, so, how are you feeling about the Habs? I think Let's that get we this are over with. about to witness the greatest comeback in sports history. Okay. Listen, I'm, I'm excited if there's a comeback, but please describe for me why this would be considered the greatest comeback in sports history. Because the Habs because did it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the Canadians. No, because... Okay, let's because, hear it. Um, so, arguably, Bryce, correct me if I'm wrong, okay. one of the greatest, if not the greatest, um, comeback... Probably the second greatest comeback. The first mm-hmm. greatest, probably the Patriots coming back against the Falcons. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Because um, it's unprecedented, right? Yep. Uh, second one, Red Sox coming back against the Yankees that year and then winning the pennant. First yep. time in 90-something years. So, you know, uh, I mean, that. Could, I don't know how you could beat that. I know. 90 years. 90 years, and you come back and you you, just and you win. You win eight in a row. Fucking, you, you go on a tear. But, but it's baseball. Yeah. But, <laughs> but being down, like this thing, like one game, right? Like, there, yeah. there's, there's a series. Yes. That, that football game, they were down by, what, 20, 26 points? I thought it was 29. 29 in the fourth quarter. And then Tom Brady's like, I'm going to start throwing with my good arm, and then they win. <laughs> right. I'm going to um, start letting people catch these. 3-0. 3-0 in the series. We're down against arguably a way better team. And we were not – we didn't deserve to even make it in the playoffs. I mean, you made it, though. 
but we didn't deserve to. Like, we, we only needed one point, I think, for the last 10 games, and we got one point. Mm. Like, that's embarrassing. Um, but, but only three, three teams have ever come back from a 3-0 deficit in uh, the Stanley, Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup Finals. Interesting. Yeah. Boston? Uh, no, it was the, I think it was the Flyers in 2010, the Kings in 2014, and the other one I think is the, actually the Maple Leafs in like the 60s. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. If I'm not mistaken. So but probably won't from. happen. That's the thing, right? Like the odds, <laughs> the odds of it are like so, so, so against you. It's so true. I, I, I don't follow hockey as closely as I follow football, um, but I, you know, Greg obviously cheers for the Habs, so mm-hmm. I'm following. Um, what are your comments on uh, Mr. Price, who has what I've heard been carrying the team and mm-hmm. had some maybe not so good games? I haven't. Uh, this is sacrilege, but. You guys know kind of what happened at, at Homestead, so I haven't been able to watch any of the games in the finals. Oh, so you haven't seen some of the details. And that's why we're losing, is because yeah. I'm not watching. Look yeah, you're here. right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to open the door for him. <laughs> it's great, great Do you want me to pause this? Yeah. Okay. So I haven't seen any of the games. You haven't seen any of the games? None. I've seen the last eight minutes of the last game. And I was like, fuck, we're but you, really good. You Who'd... watch highlights, no? Like, can't you watch highlights? Yeah, but no, and it's the finals. You have to watch the game. Okay. The team knows if I'm not watching. No. No, no I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your evaluation of Carey Price's performance. Um, I, I, need to watch, I need to watch the whole game because you're only seeing the highlights. So you're just seeing, like, <laughs> oh, he makes good saves and then they scored on him. you gotta okay. see. You got to see what his eyes. You got to see okay. what he's playing. You got to see the team's playing. I like his eyes. See if they, can pl- see if they believe, you know? <laughs> ah, that's funny. <laughs> So needless to say. Needless to say, I need to watch the game. I mean, tonight we have the game. Starts at 6, right after this podcast. What happens, um, Brace, when we, we record a podcast and we're talking about like a current event that's happening the day we're doing the podcast, and then we push the podcast out a week later? Like, Is that weird? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I was just thinking about like the logistics of that. Mm. That's why we should be live all the time. Oh, always live. We'll get there. <laughs> we, can't, we can't push pause on live. Though. When people start, you know. Okay. Um, we get tons of followers. First segment. We're oh, gonna yeah. get into it here. Thank you, Water Construction, uh, for all of your uh, Scotch Barrel building needs. Ooh, nice one. Um, they do bourbon barrels as well. They do any barrel. They do hand flamed. Yeah, and they they, they flame it with the fun time heat sauce. Yeah, but they use so it adds like a little extra they spice. They season it. It's they called. Season they season. It. You're right. They season it. It's called seasoning. Yeah, man, the collaborations between water mm. construction and fun time heat sauce are going to be incredible. That's right. The reason why the barrels are expensive is just the shipping back and forth. Yeah, between <laughs> Ontario it's and, a, Saskatchewan. and Saskatchewan. Yeah, <laughs> it's a process, right? You yeah. got to go. That, you got to build the barrel. You got to send it there, and but you got to season the wood, and you got to send it back. They're working on a, a train, a train tracks. I heard it was a conveyor belt, actually. Out of wood, that's ridiculous. Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, um, uh, I Alice can do anything. You're going to use birch bark <laughs> for the conveyor part? <laughs> Everyone knows Saskatchewan's higher than Ontario. It, it, it'll spell down. <laughs> it's down. Oh, it's like that, that scene from The Office when they try and... <laughs> what's that? What's they called, the thing that they make? Like, uh, like they're, they're trying to load the truck up because all the warehouse guys quit because they won the lottery. It's like some Spanish name. Oh, I can't remember. I don't remember, I don't remember all, that one. A bunch of oil on the ground. They're like, why is it called that? Slide. That's just muy rápido. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what were you going to say, Leah? We I was going to say, I, last night, well, last night, I, Greg, well, yesterday, Greg made ramen for dinner, and Ooh. it was, he, like, 
fucking awesome. Um, but we used uh, Fun Time Bad Apple heat sauce. Mm. And it was that product perfect. Plug. Like, no, seriously. It was good, but, but Bad Apple is like their sweeter yeah, hot, yeah. hot yeah. sauce, heat sauce. Um, and it, yeah, it was delicious. So I was just going to say. We, we spoke about it in the podcast, but like their, it's, their, their sauces are really food friendly, which is yeah. fun. Like yeah, it was not, fun to see. Yeah, they're really, they're really like, they add something to it. Nice. Okay, well, they sponsor our uh, first segment of the show. Can't believe we're getting into it only 10 minutes in. Good. Uh, Biodynamic Calendar Jameson Challenge, only this time we're drinking. What kind of scotch? Auchentine. <laughs> I wanted Leah to say because oh. <laughs> she, she was totally I was, I holding was tr- off. <laughs> I was. I was trying to get you guys to say it because I say it wrong every single time. Auchentoshin? Oh, Ocean-toshin. Ocean-toshin? No, no, Josh is right. Auchentoshin. It says on the back, there's like, it says how to say it phonetically. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, cheers. Let's see what we think today is based off oh, of what Auchentoshin says. <laughs> Whoa. Just shots of single malt? That's different. It's woody. Mm. That's yeah, going to change things. That's definitely, definitely so we, a we leaf must, day. We, must, we should say that this is aged in um, Pedro Jimenez and... Uh, Oloroso barrels. Wine tiebacks. Bye, Greg. Thank you. Um, I think it's a leaf day. Um, I think this is too intense. To I'm shooting in the dark here. Yeah. I'm going to say fruit day. I'm going to say fruit day, too. Okay. Just because I feel like we haven't... Oh, my, Check my, phone, it out. my phone's all the way over there. Take <laughs> 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 the pause, Bryce. Uh, I'll just, uh, you know, make some stuff up here. Aww. I'm, like, not knowledgeable, but really loud. I know, Josh. <laughs> I know. And I was getting wood. What? <laughs> you I drank take- three bottles of Vigeno last week. Really? We only have three left. <laughs> We should we should do a podcast where you ju- we just do all the sound bites and it's just you if having a if conversation. I prepared, I could probably with, do it with the sound bites. Let's do that. What two is it today? Two TikToks in the last two days, and they're it's all hot dog content. <laughs> GT and her hot dog content. Uh, it's a root day. <gasps> I was closest. So I think we we've learned uh, a is that <laughs> we we I owe uh, Mirawine some some Jameson. Who are these jokers? We blew, we blew through those two giant bottles. They were like, huge. They were it, huge. In what? Was it two weeks? It was, it was three and a half liters of Jameson. That was the quickest I've seen Jameson yeah. leave a bottle. Well, the wow. hab, like the Habs have been playing. And then I, <laughs> I, got, I got into one on Friday night. Did you just open it? Or were we already you know what? on the second probably, bottle? It was probably like two thirds full on yeah. Friday, yeah. I would Jeez, say. Yeah, I got guys. into it. Maybe um, half, but, but I don't think like I mean as as flimsy <laughs> and as made up as our Jameson biodynamic calendar is this I feel like this is harder because it's a, so I, intense. I have a question: Is Jameson made in? Is it aged in wood or is it aged in stainless steel tanks? I would imagine it's aged in wood. Why? Because it's from 1793. They didn't have stainless steel back then. Yeah, but you th- you don't think they do you think they make the same way? I don't know. Yeah. The only do. reason the it's, only reason it's I. You think they, they make Guinness the same way? You think they make... They don't make Guinness the same way they used to. Maybe they do. Maybe they make it in an ancestral style. <laughs> we're not talking about that today. Yeah, later. Tune in next no, week. but we should talk about this wine that we're drinking because it's an exciting new product. Oh, so we just so got good. some new wine in. We got lots of we got a, We got, we got lots of new wine in. We got in. a shit ton of new wine mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. lot of it's already gone. <clears throat> some of it's already gone. Some of it was like, oh, what happened? <laughs> Um, we are drinking Domaine Riquet 
or Demen Reichart if you are English. Rick. Demen Rick. Demen Rick. Um, so Demen Reichart is a winery um, that's based in Macon in southern Burgundy, but they have um, vineyards in Jura as well. So is this from Jura then? This is Are Macon. these the vineyards is, from Jura? This is Macon Village. So 2018 oh, okay. so Macon, Macon Village. Village. So this is going to be from the Macon. So okay. Okay. it's like the designation, like there's Macon and then there's Macon Village. This yeah, is yeah. more specific. Okay. Um, so all the grapes come from the region of Macon Village. Okay. Um, but we have their Sauvignon. Um, we have their Pulsard. We have their Vire Classe. Mm-hmm. And then what's the one we have? Oh, Coteau de Bourgogne. Mm. So they do... Their Sauvignon is bottled at the property in Macon. They bottle it there. Okay. Why is that special? Because it's from Jura. Like, they bring it from Jura. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, is, it is strange that the, you, can, you could basically just ship the grapes everywhere and make the wine. As long as they came from the correct vineyard, isn't you can that, name them that. Okay, so isn't that what um, VQA is and that we're so hard on? I hate Ontario wines. No, that's Canadian wines. I hate Canadian wines. That's... that's. But is it? Is it the same? Because isn't that what VQA it's is? It's not the same. Okay, so VQA is basically mm-hmm. saying that they are grapes grown in Canada, correct? I believe so, yes. Or is it wine made in Canada and people could buy grapes from another region? Because buying grapes from another region, making it in a certain place, mm-hmm. no, I want to know where the grapes are from. I agree with you. But growing grapes in a certain place, making the wine in a different place, but still calling it where the grapes are from, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So, like, why do I care where they make the wine? It's a 78 from Jura. It's, it's kind of cool. <clears throat> oh, okay. So, so do, like, do, we, they're, they're do, we even, do we even care about the classification system anymore, Leah? What's happening? Are you causing chaos in the wine world? I feel like I, I feel like you guys feel like I'm being very confrontational today, but maybe I'm just a little spicy. I came right from the office. I don't know. Came in, came in hot today. Okay, so Josh, um, how do we feel about this wine? I so the well, first time. How I did we had, even get it? So the first time I had this wine, I remember specifically, I was at a bar in Montreal. And I won't mention the bar because it's 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 a guy that I, I didn't really like. Mm. Um, but I was at, a, at the bar and um, I was with a friend who was like, "Oh, you got to try this wine." And I was like, "Oh, he's like, it's like you know, it's kind of like a richer, like more buttery Chardonnay." And I'm like, "Ah, it's not my jam, you know." And he's like, "No, no, it's good, it's good. It's like a natural wine." And it's a great when I was or, or biodynamic wine. It's great when I was kind of getting into biodynamic wine. And so I tried it and it fucking floored me. I was mm-hmm. like, "This wine is delicious." <laughs> so I drank it a bunch there. Then I've bought it pretty much every time I've gone back to Montreal to visit my family. And mm-hmm. then last time, a couple of years ago, we went to my cousin's wedding, and I bought a bottle and drank it with Leslie, and she lost her mind. So we actually like drove a half an hour back into town to go buy a bunch more bottles of it. Mm. I, I heard that that wasn't the reason that you drove back in town to buy more well, bottles. Also because my family, who doesn't <laughs> drink, all my family, no, no one drinks. They have like three scotch, maybe. My mom will have a half glass of wine. <laughs> We went and spent three hundred and fifty dollars on wine for ourselves. I heard it was seven hundred and eighty dollars. The first day was three fifty for ourselves, and everyone drank all the wine, like good wine. Yeah, and like got fucking lit up. My whole family was wasted. Like so, day two they wanted more. We had to go back and that's get, when you like, like separate wine. out like here you drink from this box. Yeah, well that we didn't we didn't think anyone was gonna drink. Yeah. We like oh here try this and be like oh, yeah. I don't like it. But everyone's like, oh, okay, like we'll pitch in, and everyone's pitching in like 
10, 20 bucks. I'm like, these are $45 bottles of wine. Right, exactly. <laughs> All of them. No wonder you like them. That's why you guys should have gone into the pantry and with all of the good wine. Right. And drank it in the pantry. That's what you got to do. With, with Is you. that what you have to do? Yeah. So Leah and I Spe- it's almost like you guys might have done especially that Especially when Sean Dalton is drinking oh. all the good wine. Calling you out, Sean Dalton. He was mad because we didn't have dinner before nine. Yeah. And so he started drinking. All, is like, it dinner at nine? Dinner? Or is it just food? Dinner. <laughs> oh, that is a conversation to have. I know the Not answer. Today. I know the answer Not to that today. question. Um, okay. Yeah, but this is a beautiful wine. I can see why why Leslie loves it. Yeah, and we so like I've been trying to not trying very very hard, but like couldn't really find their contact information on the internet. Uh, and then I bought this book, this uh, Wink Lork Jura wine. It's probably the most comprehensive book about Jura wine. Um, and their contact information was in there. So I just reached out. Sent, sent an, an email? email? I sent an email. Said, hey, I've had your wine in Montreal. I love it. I want to bring it into Saskatchewan. Yeah, and, and, you know, it doesn't hurt that I emailed them in French, which is yeah. good. And so they were really excited. Um, and this wine is probably going to be on the shelves at your local <laughs> SLGA store. <laughs> just so everyone knows. Oh, yeah. Because they brought the, in So it is the Macon, right? So are, are they the, the, this isn't a bad wine to have on the shelves at the SLGA. Like, really it's not, not intentional. I mean, if we could choose to, it would be one we would be, choose. But it'll be probably $29. <laughs> Amazing. On the SLGA Amazing. shelf. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so, they, yeah, they... they we, we ordered... <clears throat> We ordered eight cases. Did we did we, we ordered, unintentionally get a wine on the shelf at the, at the SLGA, SLGA with that, our name on it? That's, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, our labels on the That back. is, hey, that's what we need to that's do from now do. on. Just flip it. So we ordered 96 bottles. Yes. Right? Yeah, let's tell and everybody. They, <laughs> and they ordered um, 96 cases. Mm-hmm. Just for everybody to know, they, age, they come in 12 they packs. Co- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I want to know, they emailed me and be like, hey, do you want to take the rest? I'm like, the extra 88 cases? Are you no. out of your fucking mind? So are they keeping it? Well, they, I they, don't, we don't have to talk so, about it. But. So listen to, the, listen to how cool. So this is what I love about these winemakers we work with, right? Yeah. So I actually called Florent, who's the, who's the winemaker. And I said, here's the story. Like, this is what happened. And because, you know, with the whole payment thing, but we won't get into that. And I said, um, I said also, like, you know, they ordered a bunch of extra cases. And I said, uh, they're going to try and ship them back to you. But, like, I don't think you have to take them. Well, you're under no, I think, yeah. it, the, I think the story is, you're under no yeah. obligation to take they, them. You can they take them back. The contract. And his number one concern was the environmental impact of having mm. shipped the cases here and now shipping them back. He's yeah. like, listen, go. whether, like, I can probably, I can sell this wine. It's so delicious. Oh but God. the environmental impact of, of this, like, come on. Yeah. I just, I just realized this. What? Our website's on the back is naturalwinecanada.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's a good thing. I, anyway, like, let's get this on the shelves. Well, I don't think he's going to get the back because, like you said, he yeah. doesn't want the environmental impact. It, yeah. But he also was like, well, is it going to affect your business? Like, because, like, your, your yeah. air quoting competitors will. I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, it'll be, it'll be all right. So if, if anything, we'll just start buying it. Yeah. Well, because they're going to discount it because no one will buy it. Yeah. And then they'll discount it. Except so for all our fine all listeners. All our listeners that <laughs> live where? In Finland and in... <laughs> we have um, a majority of Portland Saskatchewan and listeners. <laughs> well, the, and the beauty is, like, they don't... Like, there's no rhyme or reason for what they do. So, like, they're going to ship, like, two cases to, like, Esterhazy. Mm-hmm. Two cases to, you know, wherever the fuck in the middle of nowhere. So and let's like, let's call a couple of those small <clears throat> stores. Think about... We, we work with art out in Craven. There's probably some cool mm. people 
in yeah. Esther Hazy. Like let's let's maybe go do a little, let's go a little tasting. Let's do a little tasting. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go do it. We'll go yeah. do it at K one in the mine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it on the elevator. I'm on sure the way Sean down can hook us up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to be classy? Hey, um, what's hey, his uh, name? Chet. Hey, this hey is Chet. Hey Chet. What's up, Chet? Let's go do it on a oil field rig. Floral Roof hates Justin Trudeau, bro. Chet doesn't hate Justin Trudeau. No, he does. He just loves natural wine. He does. Um, this wine is spectacular, it's though. Spectacular. It's exactly what it should be. Um, it's very French. It's very it's French. Very, it's very Macon. Like, it's yeah. very Macon. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, what I would say, actually? So, um, Brett Brothers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, is one of probably my favorite producers from Burgundy. Um, this is up there. This is competing. And I haven't found, like, a small, small producer like this that can compete on that scale. Um, I 100% this, agree with you. Yeah. And because Brett Brothers, like... <clears throat> Doesn't what's his nuts own part of that? Um, Parker, Robert Parker. I'm pretty sure he's Brett part Brothers. Of, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's part since of, when? Like since the beginning. I don't think so. I, I want to look. I want to look into that. I'm pretty okay. sure he's part owner of that because it's like a biodynamic winery. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like he's like not, he's not anti biodynamic, but it, like is it part of? Uh, okay, so they have Brett Brothers. Yeah. But then they have Les Souffrandier. Is that how? No, did I say it right? Souffrandier. Okay, thank but, you. No, but I, I'm pretty sure he's part owner of Brett Brothers. I want to really? look into that. Yeah. Okay, let's find but out. See, for me, Brett Brothers is a little <laughs> bit. More rich than I want. Mm, this I like, is cleaner. I like I like the acidity in this because it's still rich, but like Brett Brothers, and I'm I'm not saying like that's just a personal style. I think mm-hmm. the Brett Brothers wine is spectacular, yeah. and if I want to do something a bit more rich, like that's going to be a go-to yeah. for me, mm-hmm. especially for the price point. What do you but think? Great, great. Uh, I like this wine. I think it's very interesting. It's clean though, definitely clean. Not that yeah. that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's very pretty Thanks. looking in the glass too. It is. Yeah, so they do they do like um, they do spontaneous fermentation indigenous okay. yeasts. They do do a little bit of chaptalization sometimes. What varietals? Mm, how are come in? Chardonnay. Um, Chardonnay. Chardonnay? Just Chardonnay. I think if they want to okay. bring if they want to um, bring the alcohol level up a little bit or like add a little bit more kind of richness to it, they'll do mm. a little bit chaptalization. Um, so it's not like they're not like super hands off, right? They yeah. want they want to do like. Um, uh, a responsible wine, but they don't have, they don't follow like that, that all the like the crazy rules, right? Right. So I think I just learned something new. Yeah. Because I made the assumption that natural wine was low to no intervention. Mm. But if this is a natural wine and they can still chaptalize it, they wouldn't call themselves a natural wine. They wouldn't. No, we're low intervention. I they're, think at this point. They're um, yeah, but I, so <clears throat> even when I think of low intervention, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put chaptalization in a low intervention category. Like that's allowed. I agree with you. I agree. Okay. With you. I think if you chaptalize <clears throat> that, that it's it's no longer like a air quoting natural wine. Okay, so this is biodynamic. They do biodynamic farming. Um, they do. So what makes a natural wine then? Sorry, that's, that's the. That's why. That's why I've. Yeah. Because I think I, I'm, I think I'm working off a lot of assumptions. Mm-hmm. Of, I have like low to no intervention and natural wine in the same category, and maybe that's not the case, or maybe it is. I don't know. Mm. That's well, what I'm asking. When they defined it, like I don't know what happened to that. It was right before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Like there was going to be like a mm-hmm. like an actual some rules, right? I believe it was it had to be uh, indigenous yeast. Had to be spontaneous fermentation, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which this um, it had to be a, this yeah, hits. Yeah, it had to be a, the very minimum <laughs> organic farming, which this is. Which this hits. Um, and it had to be under a certain amount of um, sulfites? sulfites. And there was actually two categories. Of course, French off the hop has a subcategory. It's like over <laughs> ten and under ten, basically. Right. Right. Um, 
and and I, I could be wrong because it's been a while since I did that, but I don't, I don't know what happened. I haven't heard anything about that since then. Yeah. Okay, let's let's look up on that because I want to make sure that we're super clear on you know how are what defines a natural wine, what mm-hmm. defines a low intervention wine, um, and I don't know. I've just been associated associating the two, and maybe that shouldn't be the case. I don't know. I want to mm-hmm. learn. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like the thing right there is like right now it's just kind of all based on your own mm-hmm. personal assumption because there aren't rules. So mm-hmm. e- even like that aside. Regardless of where this falls in the natural wine category, mm-hmm. it's a great wine. It's a fucking delicious For wine. For sure. Right? We ran through their, their whole, all the wines you brought in from them on Friday. Yeah. They're all exceptional. They are. I have a bias. Uh, I hate the idea of chapitalization. Mm. Why? I, I, <clears throat> I think it's an intervention that actually prevents, um, it prevents the wine from being what the wine needs to be. Okay. Because it's literally saying like I need to, this wine didn't work out how I wanted it to, so I need to do something different with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, versus sulfites yeah. which preserve the wine, for uh, yeah. But mm. that's just a that's a personal bias. So if you, I can, yeah. Do they do they capitalize every vintage? Maybe it's, not. It just says capitalization when needed. When needed. Okay, so it's a vintage, <clears throat> right? So it maybe the vintage was lacking so much that it was undrinkable. Mm-hmm. But, and but, then, in but, which yeah. case, it goes to the, the the whole economic perspective. Can a small producer actually survive if they don't have any wine to sell that vintage? Are which they, I can they, get on board with. Mean, but longer, at the same yeah. time, I mean, like I would rather buy their unchapitalized, really offensive wine than very interesting. Their yeah. What have we done to you, Leah? Right? I feel like that. Like You're the like, pendulum has swung. I know. The whole yeah, you went the opposite bring way. Bring it to your house. Like, is this, is this chapitalized? And then just, I'm not going to drink it. Come here, watch, watch me dump it down my fucking toilet. <laughs> right? Like, oh, oh Leah. That's Leah, funny. That was, I'm sorry. That was that was fucking. I told you I'm spicy. It went today. off the <laughs> off, right off on that. But uh, Bryce is right. The bottom line: this wine is it's exceptional. It's exceptional. It's it is. So Domain Reichardt. Bit of a weird spelling, R-I-J-C-K-A-E-R-T. Um, check it out at Wolf's General Store. Probably soon going to be at Willow Park Wines uh, uh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and always available at Homestead and Clusterfuck Offsill, of course. But definitely do yourselves a favor and pick up any wine from them. Mm-hmm. Um, super good. This one's probably going to run you about just under 30 It'll be under. You think 30. so? Just under thirty. Let's say. Let's say. 30, I would say 30, 30, 35. Be prepared for thirty. Yeah. Not thirty-five. There's no way. It's it's got to be really. I would. I'd be surprised if it was thirty-two dollars. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good wine. Bryce, you had a fun topic that we have like. Mm-hmm. I don't we don't know, have six any time to talk about it. So to talk gonna, about let's it. continue to talk about what Leah thinks about capitalization. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I share. I shared my piece. <laughs> I kind of agree with you. Like where it's like. I mean, I, I think I've always, you know, we've always had this, this same discussion where it's like, yeah, I like to drink natural let's, wine. Let's slow down for a second. Yeah. Let's talk about what chapelization is. Just you, for I, everybody out there who has no fucking clue what we're saying. Great job. <laughs> great job. Go ahead, Leah. Since you hate it so much. If, if, you, if you're a really big conglomerate winery, you're a chapitalist. You're chapitalist. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a, that needs to be a soundbite for you're sure. Um, chapitalization is when yep. you there isn't enough sugar in the grapes, so you add sugar um, as part of the fermentation process to either increase alcohol, um, increase flavor or sugar in a sense depending again on if you're like in this case they wouldn't be adding sugar for flavor they would be adding it for alcohol and body Mm -hmm. um 
so that there was more sugar there for the yeast to eat. Um, but some bigger producers will add even more sugar so that the it's Japanese. like the <laughs> Coca-Cola, apothic. Um, and so, yeah, so it's really the, like you are intervening. Something, mm. something didn't go right in the vineyard and the grapes don't have enough sugar. So you're adding sugar to help that fermentation last a little bit longer because you're looking mm. for a certain outcome mm -hmm. out of the process. Mm -hmm. Did I get that right, Josh? Yes. Okay. There you go. What were you so saying? Well, I'm, what I'm saying is... A chapitalist. Chapitalist. Um, <laughs> it's a real chapitalist country. <laughs> um, what I was saying is, you know, I think even with wines that we bring in, yes, we, we, we lean toward natural, biodynamic, um, organic wines. At the end of the day, I, I tried this wine for the first time probably almost 20 years ago, and it fucking blew my socks off. And to bring it in and yeah, you know it's mean? a like, good one. Like good okay, wine. so here's the thing. Don't my opinions about chapitalization mm -hmm. have nothing to do with the quality of this wine. This wine is spectacular. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. And knowing that they do organic farming is exceptional. Mm -hmm. The quality that they produce, like drink this wine, buy this wine. It's delicious. Um, but I I think that people use chapitalization in the wrong way, and maybe that's the passion I'm feeling. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And so I want like. If you're, if you're, this isn't apothecary. It's okay. <laughs> Do you, like, so you're right, but that means that's the association. You. Would you would you consider um, chapitalization in the same category as let's say batonage? Would you would you consider that no. like, as like no as much of an intervention? No, because you're not adding. And you're anything. not adding anything. You're not you're putting just, anything. But you're manipulating. You're manipulating it, yeah. but you're not you're not adding something to it. It's mm, still mm, just mm, the grapes mm. and the yeast and the. Who am I? I mean, I, I guess when I, did I, I don't know when what did happened I to you. Turn into this person. I love it. Well, yeah, let, let's, oh, now that we can no. now, okay, now oh it's, shit! It's, hey, you know what's it's a good happen? time to tell you that we're we're actually selling out, and we're only going to bring in dog shit wines now. We're going to try and make some money, so we're no longer a national wine agency. Holy we got to make money. Cow. We're capitalists. We're capitalists. <laughs> capitalist pigs. I you know what I love about you guys too? It's like you gave me a hard time before. Even think about like a couple weeks ago, I was talking yeah. about Kim Crawford, Rosé, and I'm like, no, yeah, you know, this and this and this. Shit. And then, and you're yeah. like, oh, but this and this. You're, you're always challenging me. And now all of a sudden I'm like. Yeah, what the fuck I, happened? I, I'm just surprised. <laughs> I don't know what to Blowing do. Blowing my mind away here. I don't know what to do. I feel like, I feel like sometimes like the vintages can be poor and that's when a really good winemaker turns into more of an artist than just a shepherd. Mm. An artist, and is that the right word though? Or is it more of a... Like I, feel a like, I feel like wine's more like, like a painting or music, right? So that's why I said so the like, word artist. So like you can like, you can like, you're gonna add some, some layers, you're gonna add some, some well, beats, do you, do you get depth. Do you get pissed off when people okay. like master their music? No, here's a question. No, 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 here's a question. So um, take a musician. Okay. Okay, a guitarist. Yes. Um, something happens and they aren't able to play beautiful music from their guitar. Mm -hmm. So instead of learning to adapt a different style to how they play the guitar, they get somebody to come play the piano in the background. Because what I'm thinking about is oak chips. Mm. Right? Like you want to impart yeah. oak onto your wine. You don't have the patience or the um, skill or whatever to get that beautiful integration of oak. Mm -hmm. So you just throw in a couple of fucking oak chips and you're like, yeah, looks Chug good. There. So I would my my view of Domain Reichardt is uh, this is a T-Pain wine. T-Pain? T-Pain. Because T-Pain. 
Like auto tune? Constantly auto tunes. But then you listen to him sing and he doesn't fucking need it. Mm. So he can do it. He can do it, but when he, he needs to, he just wants and when to, he wants to. But he wants to like like make sure it's perfect that, because capitalization. They we we've read for Domain Reichardt when only it's necessary. Sometimes. It's necessary. Good. I like because it's. But so you can't hit that note. Yes, I'm gonna get a little bit of help. I'm just gonna get a little help. But every once in a while. But here's the thing: you can't go see him doing it acoustic, right? You can't go. Can't go ahead and listen to him. It's just a different. Just it's just acapella. a different model. It's a different vintage. Then, then does that become a style preference? Because to your point, like, do you like listening to um, acapella fucking, acoustic fucking MTV unplugged sets, <laughs> um, or are you okay if there's a little bit of intervention to make I, it sound I, really beautiful? I here's what I'll say. Do you like it Ooh. raw? Do you like it? That's right. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> here's what I'm gonna say. I said a really good analogy. So I like both. Right. Okay. I love listening to like record music and like find an artist or a song I like, mm-hmm. right? But then if you like go and see them live or watch them do a live performance and they fucking suck. I agree. That's the difference, right? Like that's like how much unmet expectations. How, how much intervention do you need? Like like Taylor Swift, great example. Super um, packaged, put together, like perfected yeah. in, in a studio, but she can fucking sing. Mm-hmm. And she writes all her own music. Right. She's extremely talented. Yeah. But she also does stuff to like make it a bit more. Right. Well, who's that? I don't know. Somebody's here. Oh, what, what if? What if she? What if she? Shit. What if she couldn't sing? Shit. We almost died. <laughs> we almost just lost Leah <laughs> and the podcast equipment. Uh, yeah. What if she couldn't sing? Yeah. I mean, I've 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 experienced that in my in my life. I went and saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever hear of a band called The Used? No. Okay, so they were like a, like a I would say, a, like a punk band. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, really enjoyed their first two CDs. Went yeah. saw them live. I never, ever bought another CD from them again. Ever. So, see, like, that's... that's because they were so bad. So bad, right? Um, I, I, I know someone who um, who used to be in a, in a band, and they traveled with... Um, what's that band? The... They're Canadian. Marianne Trench. Oh, okay. And this person told me they're like, the amount of auto tune equipment that this band has is outrageous. Like, right. no, like they can't even but play. But that guy can sing. But that's the thing. Like, <laughs> can he? I've, Cause, cause I've heard he If you can. go see him live, he's got auto tune. Yeah, that's what. Uh, Do you know what I mean? That's what like, Greg said too. Uh, there was a song. There was a Marianas Trench song that I was playing in the car. I'm like, I really like how this sounds. Greg's like, that's all auto tune. Yeah. I'm like, how do you know that? He's like, right? I just know. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, is that a bad thing? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, it, uh, cool. It makes people happy. Like the music, great, great, great. But you have to know what's going into that. Same thing with the wine. Same thing with the wine, right? So how much like transparency? T pain is going to do a little bit when needed. A little bit of capitalization. He's going to sweeten it a little bit. He's going to sweeten it. He's going to make a it a little bit that's more actually, appealing. That's not a that's not a bad way to look at it. We have expectations about certain way, uh, certain musicians, certain wines. It should taste like this, or yeah. why does it or doesn't it? Um, but at the same time. Um, Sorry, I'm really distracted right now because there's like, I feel like there's like a bunch of sub conversations. I, I was just asking where my son was. <laughs> I already did. Okay. Where's I my beat son? you to it. But if you think about artists who actually use, uh, what's it called where they play the song? 
not auto-tune, but like they play the song, they're lip-syncing, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, okay, and so yeah. like you expect that this person can sing, and then you find out that they can't. The disappointment isn't that they can't sing, it's that you thought they could and they, did, they mm -hmm. couldn't. Yeah. So it's expectation. So I think for me, the surprise here isn't that how they're doing chaptalization is wrong, is that I wouldn't have assumed this producer do that. And so... Can I, can I say that I love where this podcast has gone? Why? This is a great... I think it's a great analogy. What happens if you know that they can sing, they're lip-syncing just so that they can dance better, but yet they... Performance. performance. See? That's what I see about this. Performance. It's performance. Yeah. But again, then you know that. It's, you have an expectation. You mm -hmm. know that they're doing that for a certain reason. It's this guy doesn't about, even like, have a website, Leah. Yeah. <laughs> but we do, and it's on the back of the bottle. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I think that's the podcast. I think so, too. I think it's a good amount of 38 time. 38 minutes? Yeah. It's actually less well, than that because you spent so much time with you're Greg. You're right, with Greg Riel. Ooh. This Ooh. is going to be a, a really good podcast let's, then. Let's, let's see the viewership. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's, let's rate this wine before we really... <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Really close it Our down. final segment of the podcast. Mm -hmm. it okay. Seemed, it seems too soon to do it. Josh? I get to go first? You do. Mm. I would drink this wine five out of seven days. I, I fucking love this wine. I would, drink, I would drink this wine five out of seven days. You're lying, Bryce. I'm not. I, I yeah, really are, enjoy this wine. Because last week you would have chosen two because it was too well made. We talked <laughs> about it. We, talk, we talked about that last week. You're, uh, you're, apparently you and I are switching gears. Looks like my opinions have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also uh, would put this at a five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a spectacular wine. This is, this is a probably spectacular the, wine. Probably the mm -hmm. best score I think a wine has gotten, like out of three of us. Mm -hmm. You're right. Like fifteen. It's like fifteen. Oh, we should we start calculating what the point is out of out of fifteen. Oh, it's out of fifteen days. Oh, no, because yeah. no, it'd, be, it'd be out of twenty-one. It'd be out of twenty-one. Yeah, it's out of yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. So this is a fifteen out of twenty-one. You would dr you would drink this half the month. I would drink this more than. You would half drink the this month. the whole month. <laughs> that's, Except that's for one a day, I wouldn't have drank anything. <laughs> well, this is a seven and a seven for Leslie. Absolutely, this is a great wine. Amazing. Well, thank you to our sponsors, Water Construction, Water Construction, Fun Time Heat Sauce for all of your bourbon barrel and whiskey barrel needs and, hot and heat sauce needs. Heat sauce, heat sauce needs. Uh, we no will. whiskey barrel heat sauce seasoned. Meats. I think that's what we decided. Heat sauce seasoned whiskey barrels. I'm just going to turn your microphones off. <laughs> See, you See you guys next week. I'm kind of a big deal. That was the Miro Wine Podcast with Josh, Bryce, and Leah. Want to learn more about natural wine? Find us on the internet at MiroWine.ca or on any social media platform. Thanks for listening. I was thinking about yep. when you were when you were saying that uh, you talked a lot about wood and you were describing it and I was getting wood.